Taryn Brumford believes that we should all love our bodies. Her mission to transform the way we see ourselves started with a very personal before and after shot that went viral. The first image was of Taryn with a lot of training, after a lot of training and dieting. The second was a curvier and happy Taryn. The response to these images set her off making a documentary called Embrace, which explored all the ways we come to hate our bodies and how we can move past that to love who we are. Now she's taking this story to children with her picture book, Embrace Your Body. Hi, Taryn. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Now, look, I have to start before we get onto the book. I have to start with those before and after pics because... They are one of the biggest turnoffs for me generally, in the traditional sense, not yours, but the ones where you see the before shot being big and curvy and the after shot being a skinny mini, normally standing further back from the camera and with better lighting and makeup, etc. Um, so they are a big turnoff for me, but they obviously work in terms of uh, getting people to diet or exercise, etc. Why do you think they're so attractive to people? I know, right? Um, I'm so glad we share the same thoughts around this. Um, I think that visually people like to see that reduction in weight. Um, People like to see because they've been trained um, by the media and the lack of diversity that a smaller body is a better body. And Even the before and afters, we're seeing, you know, someone who's in a larger body before and even their facial expressions like, I'm so miserable. And then when they lose the weight, they're like, I am so happy. And I I guess I was calling BS on that, you know, gosh, nearly eight years ago when I posted mine. And I think that we see them with a different lens these days. I think we're getting a little bit more savvy and not buying into the, Oh, weight loss equals happiness. Because I think so many of us have been on the diets, the transformations. We've arrived, and that's what certainly happened to me when I was on stage in that silver bikini and those, um, yeah, those, those uh, stripper heels. Um, was, you know, I arrived in that body and went, oh, I'm not any happier. Um, this is actually just too hard for my body shape to remain like this. I can't sustain it. Uh, and I'm deeply obsessed with every lump, bump and fold. So I think we're, I think we're waking, waking up, you know, it, that's sort of definitely happening. Um, but we really just need to stop talking about anyone's weight loss or weight gain. It, it's irrelevant. I hear it in the schoolyard still. Mums, you know, their kids, they're well-meaning. They don't, they don't mean anything by it, but the kids are listening and they're sponges and they're talking about the latest diet that they did or how much weight that they've lost or even Botox was a conversation I heard last year at school and I just thought, no, our kids are already suffering enough. We need to be the positive role models for them. So it's interesting that you mention that because my daughter is eight And she's asked me a few times now whether she's fat or not. And I was just pulled up short by that because I don't talk about my body that way. She's too young for social media. Um, She's not like following the Kardashians on TV or anything like that. You know, I just couldn't pinpoint where it came from. And not knowing where it came from, I it really pulled the rug out from under me. So I, I had the conversation. I was like... 
well, what? why are you thinking that way? What is wrong with your body shape? There's another look at mummy's tummy. You love playing with mummy's tummy. All of that stuff. Um, so where do you think that comes from when you when you are trying your best to be a positive role model? You don't talk about things like that. Is it from their peers? Yeah, I, it absolutely is. But you only need to take a walk down the street or a shopping centre and most of the images that are reflected back at us are one shape and size. It is getting better without a doubt. You know, we're seeing more diversity. There has been changes. I mean, eight years ago when I posted that before and after photo, it was a very new thing to talk about body image. And I think that's why it went so viral. I think we were asleep for a really long time about the trauma of hiding from people and friends and the world, how we actually felt about our bodies. But, you know, I still watch commercials on TV, um, you know, at a time that's appropriate for my kids to be watched. Well, I shouldn't say that because my kids are, are night hours. They'll watch TV till 10 and 11 if I let them. But, um, but during that, you know, six and seven o'clock time slot where I'm still seeing all those diet ads come on TV and the weight loss ads and the scales. And what we know is that fear and shame does not drive people or kids to um, positive lifelong behaviours and good relationships with their bodies. Fear and shame doesn't do that. And we also know because research indicates that adolescents with higher body satisfaction are more likely to engage in healthy eating and exercise. So we really need to model positive behaviour and when we see some of those ads or when we see women objectified in ad campaigns in shopping centres or when we see the same type of person and body in movie after movie after movie, we need to open up a dialogue with our kids um, and communicate with them and, and create a space to, I guess, pull apart um, um, and unpack what it actually means and the reasons why we only see that one type. And, of course, your book, um, Embrace Your Body, goes into all of those kind of issues. Um, when you were putting the book together, did you have a sense of what you wanted to say in the book? Like, how did you imagine it? Was it like a conversation you'd be having with your own daughter? How did you imagine it coming together? Well, the thing about the book is that it's based on the song that I co-wrote with um, children's entertainment group, Pevin and Sarah. So, and if you, listeners, if you don't know these guys, I listen to them and I'm, in, I'm 42. Um, and they've got songs for kids like, it's okay to make mistakes. And sometimes I play it to myself when I'm just trying to adult. <laughs> like, and my kids are 13, 11 and 10. We're well past those kind of songs. But um, they are just glorious, um, the positivity they bring to the world. And we connected and I shot across a bunch of words to Sarah and said, look, this is what I want to say. Um, how do we make this into a song? And then next minute I'm in Melbourne, we're recording it. Um, we uploaded it onto iTunes. It went number one. It hit, uh, it knocked baby shark off the number one spot. Oh, no. I, it was great. I mean, I think we deserve a big award just for taking that song off the number one. I mean, I love that song, but gosh, it gets in your head, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. um, so that's kind of how it came about was it was a song. And I, 
music for kids like docos for us um, or for everybody, just these really great, powerful mediums to get across a message. And kids love books, of course. So it was just a no-brainer to take the song and make it into a book. You know I want you to sing some of the song now, don't you? Oh, okay, gosh. You really put me on the spot. Um, my body is my home and what it does is magic. My body keeps me strong, a vehicle to my dreams. There you go. There's a little bit. And oh, I'm, not a singer. I'm not a singer. You're a gorgeous singer. Are you kidding me? I love it. Thank you. So we need to be mindful about the way we speak about our own bodies as parents. What are some typical phrases that we could try and avoid? You know, because we're not always conscious of the little things that we say. 100%. I think in our homes, we need to make it a judge-free zone about talking about anyone's body in a negative way, your body included, anyone else's body. I, I remember even growing up, and of course it was innocent, but gosh, it had an impact just sitting there with my family and the commentary around people with, that we would see on TV, whether they were large, you know, my mum would be like, you know, whether she's pretty or whether they're this or that. Just we need to stop that as a conversation. It's not okay. Diet talk, diet culture has such a profoundly negative impact um, on, on kids. So we need to be positive in the way that we talk about our health and our bodies, uh, removing good food, bad food. No one wants an emotion attached to food. Um, for kids, it's about teaching them to understand how different food makes them feel in different ways. Like I know, I left work late, you know, a few months ago. It was like 9.30 on a Friday night. I was on my way home. I hadn't eaten dinner. I went past Macca's. I got a fill of the fish. Not my first choice, but I, I was able to say to my kids, you know, I'm going to be farting for the next 12 hours and this is not going to give me the energy that I actually need to do all the things that I want to do. So it's really about respecting and nourishing your body. But, you know, if I have something like an ice cream or some chocolate or the kids have Macca's, you know, a now and again, it's not a big deal. I don't want them to think that food is bad. I don't want to demonize food. Um, I want them to respect it and understand it. So there's so many things we can do in the home. Remove the scales is another one. And I know that's really confronting for some people, but even if you just have to hide your scales, because we don't want our kids to think that their worth is wrapped up in a number, um, which of course, or our health for that matter. And that's around the health conversation is, health isn't just the physical, it's emotional, mental, spiritual. Like how can we sort of broaden out that, that, um, that perception of health, that it's not just how we look, um, but it's also really about how we feel. And um, that's why I love, and I think if anyone's connecting to this story about children and how we talk to children, I really do encourage them to see your doco if they haven't already. Because I think surely that our, us role modelling what you're talking about is really about coming back to a place of love and appreciation for our own bodies instead of self-loathing. Because sometimes I think, oh God, there's so much I have to teach my kids and I can't remember it all. But if you take it back to role modeling and then embracing that idea for ourselves, then our children will surely learn from that as well. 100%. And I'm glad you mentioned the doco because I think it's a really good resource for parents to, to, to watch it and gain some insights. And we have um, 
it's really exciting. Uh, professors from Flinders University and Victoria University um, conducted a global study a couple of years ago on the impact of embrace and it's just been published in a medical journal which I mean I'm a high school dropout but they tell me the professors um, and people in education it's a really big deal to get something published and the results from the study of people who had watched embrace were just you know outstanding um the changes that they made to uh, to the relationship they had with their body so we knew for years because we had oh my gosh millions of people have seen the film now around the world so we received lots of emails and messages so we knew anecdotally that the film really did change people's lives and now we've got the actual research to back it up um, so please do watch the film it is a it's an important resource and so very exciting. You've done a documentary for parents, but you're also walk, working on a documentary for kids. So how is that going? Yeah, I mean, what was happening, I, I was spending all this time in schools and I was speaking to 13, 14, 15-year-olds and having the most heartbreaking conversations with them about their relationship with their body. And I would always walk away from schools with a wet cheek is how I described it from their tears and mine. And I just thought, <clears throat> even though watching Embrace was powerful for them, some of them had hated their bodies for four, five, six, seven, eight years. And it, was, it felt like it was too late. So that's why we're making a documentary for eight to 12 year olds. All the royalties um, from the kids' song go to Embrace Kids Doco. And um, we have the most incredible team of people working on it, pro pro the professors um, and doctors, um, Dr Zaliega, Dr Ivanka Prichard, and executive producers Celeste Barber, Teresa Palmer, and Natasha Stott-Despoyer. So in terms of a dream team to work with, um, I'm, I'm so excited to really take on this next doco and we're going to give it to schools for free as a free resource. We just want to make it and share it and really embed the message um, into kids' hearts and minds. Oh, it's such a great idea. I cannot wait for that to happen. Taryn, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. That's Taryn Brumford. She's the author of Embrace Your Body, a book about body positivity for children. And if you'd like more detail about the picture book or the doco that we mentioned for adults, you can check out the links in the notes of this episode.